when I, I was working as an oncology nurse, people cope in such different ways. So some people that have a new diagnosis of cancer, they cope with humor. Some mm -hmm. research every single fact. Some want to avoid the news. Some. So I see so many parallels with the way that people are coping with coronavirus. I'm Amy. And I'm Abby. And as women, we are constantly comparing ourselves to others. But your life isn't supposed to look like hers. Being your best self means standing firm in your decisions and always being willing to grow with a purpose. We get vulnerable and real with an honest look into the challenges and triumphs we all face. Every woman listening gets the opportunity to choose what life looks like for herself. Hey, you guys, we are coming at you from our closets. This is episode 15. I never thought that I would be recording in a closet. Um, although we had a couple episodes of herself lined up and ready to go, we felt the need to pivot away from those and address COVID-19 or coronavirus the pandemic that we're all dealing with. So it's certainly been a huge stressor and a life changer for so many of us. We can see both sides of the coin, you guys. I know some people responded and said, no, we want you guys to, to go on as is. We want a distraction. While so many other people can't see how anything else is currently relevant. So as always, we are trying to meet you guys where you are because we are all in this together. In this episode, we are going to share our experiences so far, and we're also going to be sharing how we're going to try to help our community through this because I think the important thing to remember is that we are going to get through this. So first of all, Abby is here with me. She is in her um, basement bedroom, I believe. I am. I am. And to give you all context, this episode was supposed to be on passions and purpose. It was so full of positivity. There was so much happiness. And as Amy and I went through the episodes that we had recorded, we're like, we can't, this is not the right message right now. This is not what our community needs. So for a type A personality, recording this 30 hours in advance is a little nerve-wracking <laughs> for me, but we are doing this. And as we go through the next couple of weeks, we're going to be continuing to reach out to you and gathering exactly what you need. Also, to give you context, I know that if you recently made a decision or if you're struggling with a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress, just not being your best self, there are a lot of people who are there. I am one of them. This week has been harder than most weeks that I've had. I, the hardest week, I think, since dealing with postpartum depression and anxiety after having Micah. A little bit more on this, I, I went part-time. So I went part-time at work. This was supposed to be the episode where I was explaining this and being so excited about this and sharing how in order to fulfill passions and in order to do my greater purpose, I went part-time with my corporate job. Talk about a switch. <laughs> the reality of my life has been completely flipped upside down, like so many of you. Maybe you changed careers. Maybe you just bought a house. Maybe you bought a car that was 
a little too expensive for your taste and now you're second guessing that decision. So we get it. We understand. Um, there is no right or wrong answer with this. There's no, like, there's going to be a silver lining. We just don't know where that is. But what we do know, and Amy was talking me through this before we jumped on, is that by dwelling on these decisions that we made and going back and forth in our mind isn't helpful. Those types of things aren't propelling us forward. The only thing we can do right now is hard as it is to do, it's so much easier to say, but it is just to keep on going forward. So throughout this episode, we will be bringing some tangible tips that from, from the bottom line here, we are trying and we are going forward with as well. So we're learning right along with you. You know, and I was telling Abby, I'm like, none of us saw this coming or if we did, I don't think anyone quite understood the gravity of it. So to give yourself the grace of when Abby was making her job decision, you can't make decisions thinking of what if, you know, the world's worst pandemic comes through like that wouldn't have been a rational thing to make a decision on so just to give yourself the forgiveness of like you did not have the foresight to see this coming because none of us did Um, but what we thought we'd start the episode with is to give you a picture of our day-to-day lives and what they currently look like so Abby can you tell us what you guys are doing over at the green household and what life looks like right now. I can. So we are just like so many of you, we're doing the best we can. Just our best right now looks a lot different than it usually does. So I am currently 16, 17 weeks pregnant now and losing track of time because I don't know if I'm even going to go into these doctor appointments. Some doctors are saying stay home if you're healthy and pregnant. Some are saying still come in. Everything in the world is up in the air, but being pregnant during all this is definitely a little bit messy. I also just came from three months of straight nausea and fatigue, and I'm finally getting out of it. The light is here. It's so exciting. And just as that switch happened and I'm ready to kind of run at everything full force, the world changed. So dealing with this part of it has been um, really hard just on me as a person and therefore us as a family. We have a messy house. Um, Our minds are a little bit messy. Our relationship has not been the best that it's been. We are spending 24-7 together. So Colin and I are spending every single day and night together, obviously, because both of our traveling sales jobs have now been put on hold. So where so much of this is great. Like I've always wanted to be home with my family more. But the cutoff, Amy, like being one day traveling two to three days every single week, spending time in a hotel room, away, going to bed at seven o'clock with complete silence to all of a sudden, none of that. And for the foreseeable future, none of that, that's been a huge stretch. One, one thing to note for starters, we have a very, very special setup with daycare. So our kids are still going to daycare. This is not what we're recommending, but this is not what we're going forward with on everyone should be doing this, but this is our setup. And because we're always truthful, Amy and I always come to this very open and honest. We want to give our exact setup. So our kids are still going to daycare. It's an but in-home when daycare. you say daycare, yeah, daycare yeah, 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 yeah. It's like not the right term. <laughs> so yes, it's a neighbor. So our kids <laughs> go to a neighbor. It's a neighbor lady. She has um, some kids of her own, and we have worked it out with the other family that it's a pact. So the only circle outside of immediate family. So no grandma, grandpa, no neighbor across the street, no 
friend and cleaning lady, the only circle outside of immediate family is daycare. So we have put this into place. People are working from home. There's no play dates. And this is the only way that we can all make sure that we're staying safe. So if one person disobeys this, we're all in jeopardy. Like we understand we have a very, very special setup that not many people have. We feel very fortunate for this, but kind of like the rest of the world right now, it just takes one person to disobey these. So we're making sure that we're taking this very, very seriously. So then you and Colin are still working from home at the same time. We are. And we have one office set up that was primarily used for me that Colin's job right now is working on overdrive. So Amy, what that looks like is he's in the insurance and risk field and industry. So he is working harder right now than he ever has to make sure his clients are getting what they need, getting the proper coverage in place. Businesses are closing down. People aren't able to pay paychecks. So he's been working really, really hard. So he has a little office set up. I've been going to a corner trying to make sure my dog doesn't bark, just like so many of you as Amazon drops something off because we're not going to the stores. But I know that that's our life. And it's interesting to see what other people are doing. We don't really know exactly what other people are doing. So in your world, Amy, what does that look like right now? Well, on Sunday, this past Sunday, Drew and I had decided that we really felt passionately about social distancing. So I felt it in my gut, like that it was the best and the safest choice for everyone. Um, So our daycare, which is a facility, which is much different than Abby's, Mm -hmm. there's probably, I don't know, 70 kids there. They're actually still open. Um, at the time of this recording, at least. And we had decided, you know what, we still want to keep our kids home. And because I own two businesses, you know, herself and then expecting and empowered, I'm able to flex my hours and we're able to stay home. So you know, Drew and I know that's a privilege. We feel very fortunate. Um, I know this question came through. We are still paying. We paid two weeks in full. Um, and then we worked out with our daycare. We're paying more than half of our daycare bill each week until the boys come back to hold their spot. I was telling Abby, it's to hold their spot, but it's also because we want to support those women and that business and we have the means to do so. So um, just to give you guys reference of kind of what we're doing. So the boys have been home with me since Sunday. Um, Drew has been working from my office. It's one mile away from our house. And it's really nice because there's not he doesn't see any other humans. He just goes straight to my office, my desk. He works and then he comes home. Uh, I've been like super passionate about social distancing. So he's like a little bit afraid of me, Um, (laughs) but he knows why it's so important too. So he's been, uh, he's been doing such a great job of that. And um, the kind of like, outlier of our situation is that I got sick on Monday. So it was day one of my like, sick. We'll get, you got to explain care. sick, Amy, when we yeah, say sick yeah, right yeah. now. <laughs> I was, um, I had a, 
a stomach bug. I was throwing up and I had diarrhea. (laughs) Well, I guess you don't have to explain it that far, but go for (laughs) it. (laughs) Because even when I put, like, I had a stomach bug on my Instagram story, I got messages like, that could be coronavirus presenting. (sighs) And I'm like, you guys, I understand but there's just also going to still be like stomach bugs that are just stomach bugs. So I have been in really close contact with my nurse practitioner neighbor. And she's like, you know, you guys are good. Just stay home. Like I've, I worked closely with her to make those decisions and make sure I didn't need to leave or get tested or do anything. Good news is I'm feeling a hundred percent now. On Monday, I was really sick or going into Monday night, really sick, Tuesday, sick, Wednesday, sick. So that's how we started our home distancing is um, with the mom going down. So then Drew had to stay home from work on Tuesday and Wednesday. And it's just been kind of a mess over here, to be honest. So whenever, Amy, whenever I think that I'm having a really rough day, I'm like, well, I could be having a rough day with the stomach bug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, it, but we're in a time where I'm like, thank God this is the stomach bug. Like, thank you for this vomiting because vomiting is not a symptom. You know what I mean? So it's like such a weird time. Um, but then Friday was like our first like normal day. Um, and so I'm home. I'm home with my three kids. They are three, two, and nine months. So to say it's a full-time job is an easy statement to make. I'm also trying to keep these two small businesses afloat. And I know so many people are in the exact same position. It's hard as hell. Like that's the mm-hmm. bottom line. Um, Drew and I, what we noticed because when he got home from work on Friday, he said something that triggered me. <laughs> and I was just like, so upset. I came upstairs into the master bedroom. And he's like, whoa, dude, like, that was a serious reaction. Um, and I'm like, I know, like, I am so overwhelmed, because I'm taking care of three kids. And then my teams, which they need to, are texting me all day asking me for business decisions. And I'm so overwhelmed right now. Like, I'm sorry for the outburst, but I like, we have to come up with a better schedule because it's not, it can't be that Drew goes to work, you know, kid free all day and then comes home. And then Amy is just trying to like fit her businesses into like the nooks and the crannies. So, um, you know, it's safe to say we're adjusting right now, as so many of you are. I was telling Abby before the call, every friend I've talked to on the phone has been like, dude, I like really had a moment toward my spouse or mm-hmm. toward my partner. So, you know, it's not to give you the green green light to go ham on your significant other by any means, but just to understand like, I do think sometimes we're acting out because we are uncertain, because we are overwhelmed, because we are anxious. Like these are things that are happening inside Abby and I's homes as well. Yeah. And we don't talk about those. I mean, those aren't things that we're sharing on Instagram. Like we're not 
putting a phone in the corner and saying, Hey, you guys want to see our fight that we're having right now? That's over peanut butter jars. Like literally uh, Colin and I had a fight an about peanut butter Kleenex, jars. An empty Kleenex box. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like it's just, it's not bringing out the best of any of us, you guys. And I think especially in these early weeks, um, that's to be expected. And just to, to have some grace with yourself, but also some self-awareness. Like I knew my reaction was a 10 when it should have been a one. And so I had to apologize and own that um, and speak my feelings in a better way. So like I did have to tell him I was overwhelmed and needed more time, but it wasn't the right time to do that because I was mad about a Kleenex box (laughs) being empty. You know what I mean? Like it was just, it was too much, but for the rest of the episode, we thought what we would do is try to now give you guys some tangible tips of things that we are doing to kind of help our minds to get through this. So Abby, why don't you start us off? Yeah. So Amy, you just brought up that two or that 10-1 reaction. And yeah. last week on the Amy Bernhardt episode, episode 14, she brought up the two 10 reactions where it's like, this is really a two, but we're going to react to it like a 10. And I don't know about anybody listening, but I feel like almost everything is all of a sudden elevated to a 10 right now. So <laughs> if you're feeling that way, these are some things that we have done just to help because everything, everything has been a 10 this week. I started off Monday doing really great. Tuesday got a little bit worse. Wednesday and Thursday were awful, like terrible. I was not a good mom. I was not a good wife. I was not good to myself, which I think that if I would have turned that around and been good to myself first, all the other things would have fallen in place. But in all of this, I think so many of us are kind of putting ourselves to the side. We're trying to fill in all the blanks and then we leave the leftovers and the scraps for ourselves or for our spouses. So One thing I noticed though, is that on Wednesday and Thursday were the first two days that I did nothing for myself. I didn't get a full workout in, for instance, like I didn't actually spend time doing a workout. I just was doing things in between. Um, In addition, I like slept in, I didn't shower. I wore, I've been wearing the same PJs every single day, but it was like day three or four. Like I needed to change out of those PJs, put it that way. So doing something specifically for you, even if it is 10 minutes just designed exactly for you every single day is something that I know has helped me. And by talking with other friends and coworkers, it has definitely helped them as well. One thing that came to mind when you were talking is I have been seeing so many people on Instagram with their, like their kids daily schedule. And, you know, I think that's so great. I think that's going to work really well for some people. Also in the back of my mind, I'm like, you guys, no one wins teacher of the year in one day. (laughs) So like pace yourselves because you're going to be at this for a while. So like, just to say when Abby was talking, I'm like, you guys, if you spend all of your energy being the at-home teacher, like you're going to burn out. You know what I mean? So just pace yourself to understand, like we're going to be at this for a while and you cannot win teacher of the year in one week. No, absolutely not. And Amy, right now in your world, you are a homeschool teacher. You are a stay at home mom. You are a business owner of not one, but two businesses. So what does this look like? Like, how are you making these days work 
right now for you and also for your family? Well, first of all, I want to correct you there. <laughs> homeschool teacher would be a huge overstatement. My kids are watching a lot of movies and that's just how it's going to be. I mean, we are doing our best over here, but I don't have a curriculum. I'm not trying to be someone that I am not. I do think, you know, in the weeks to come, we'll have a little more structure, but you guys, <laughs> I am not going to try to be, I mean, my kids are a little too right. So like three, two and nine months, I don't feel like I need a full blown curriculum. I will say I did order on Amazon. I ordered some construction paper and some um, little kid cutting scissors and some things that I know that they do at school to try to help them keep some normalcy. Um, but like, let's just keep it real here. Um, but one thing that I wanted to say, and I've talked about this on past episodes, is that I've found it to be really helpful to just feel my feelings. So there is so much to process right now. We have to give ourselves the grace to process it. Um, we're going to have good days. We're going to have hard days. We're going to cope in so many different ways. One thing when I, I was working as an oncology nurse that I can tell you is that people cope in such different ways. So some people that have a new diagnosis of cancer, they cope with humor. Some mm -hmm. research every single fact. Some want to avoid the news. Some, so I see so many parallels with the way that people are coping with coronavirus. And why I wanted to bring this up is to say that that is okay. Like if you, if someone's coping with humor, it doesn't mean they're not taking it seriously. You know, that's just their coping mechanism. That's what's helping them get through this. Um, so we're all going to be processing this differently, and it might be processed differently day to day. Yeah. On yeah. Friday, for me, things felt really heavy. Like I was feeling anxious. I had to like lay down on the couch as the boys were eating their lunch and just deep breathe. I had to actually go outside and get a couple, uh, a couple breaths of fresh air. I didn't need to make myself immediately feel differently. Um, I just tried to cope the best I could in that moment. And so just to tell you guys, um, your feelings can be felt they're all valid this is not something that we've been through before I do think if you start to teach yourself okay when I'm feeling really anxious you know instead of turning to the whipped cream is there something <laughs> else that might help me and for me I know okay now I know like deep breathing really does settle me down so that's something that I'm going to turn to and these are so simple to do. They're so simple, yet it's not easy. <laughs> These right. are not easy to actually implement in your life. Um, and, but when you said that, Amy, I'm like nodding my head right now, because I think that was the exact reason that I was having such a hard time is that I'm usually such a positive person. Like people think of me as this really positive yeah. person. So when I wasn't, I was like, you know what, this isn't me. I'm going to, I'm going to shelter this. I'm going to put this in the corner and keep on going through my life. So I wasn't feeling those feelings, but they were still there. And they were 
just underneath the surface trying to push through and they were invading. I mean, they still are invading every single part of my life. So if you can actually take some time to feel those feelings, if you're a person who journals, if you're a person who wants to just scream them out loud, if you're a person who wants to call a friend or talk with your spouse or bring it up with your kids and just like actually say them out loud, that's the only way that you can say them, feel them, and then hopefully get over them slowly. It might be slowly for some, but actually get over them. Well, and the thing is too, when Abby was saying that, and I know her really well, it's like, if she's putting this really strong face on and she's acting like everything's okay. And then Colin opens the wrong peanut butter and she like literally lays into him. He's like, what the heck just happened? Versus, versus if she's like, Colin, I'm having a really, really hard day. Like I'm really worried about my dad today. And it just feels really heavy. Like he then can understand you so much better when you are not yourself than if you're just pretending everything is so great. Uh, Yeah. And we can do that in our own relationships. Like just think about the things you can do right now with yourself in your own relationship to just really feel these feelings. Be true. Um, say them out loud, whatever it may be, um, because that's the only way that we can continue moving forward. I know within our own homes, especially since we're spending so much time in our own homes, Mm -hmm. there are things that we're both doing, Amy and I are both doing. In the community, it looks a little bit harder. So one of the big things we're going to talk about in the Passions episode today is about volunteer service and helping out neighbors and doing all those things, which looks completely different than it did a week ago, like completely, completely differently. But some things that we can continue doing right now is actually pick up the phone. So in a world where texting and sending an email are so much easier and just part of our daily life, actually call, like hearing actual voices is more important now than ever before because we're not seeing people face-to-face. If you have a Zoom setup or a FaceTime setup, even better. Like we're doing that with our coworkers a couple times a day right now just to have that interaction. It's been really helping. Another thing checking on the elderly. Like if you have a grandma or a grandpa or great grandparents, maybe drop off a meal on their front porch or again, just give them a phone call. If you don't have family members, there are a lot of neighbors that you can just get on a phone call list. Ask church if you can be on a phone call list because a lot of times they aren't getting any type of interaction besides those one or two phone calls from some people who are able to openly and generously open their hearts to those those conversations. Mail also is great. So I know that we're not used to sending mail, but um, a lot of our, my mama friends, we've just been getting quick notes in the mail or a quick little package in the mail. And opening that is kind of feeling like the only type of community right now. So that's been really great. I mean, I'm like in love with the Amazon man right now because he's bringing stuff and it feels like I'm getting gifts every couple of days right now. Things that we actually need. Um, both Amy and I talked about this, that we're not going crazy with spending and spending crazy amounts of money on things that we don't need. However, keeping memberships open. So for instance, I have a YMCA membership. We have a family membership. We're not going. Any of us aren't going. We're doing everything at home right now. But by keeping that open, we're able to still bring food to kids who need it. The YMCA is also an organization that interacts with elderly. So they're actually making those phone calls and checking in on people and some of their older staff and members in a time when they're not being checked in on. So if you are able to, I know not everyone's able to. So if you're like, Abby, we literally are, are, have $0 coming in right now. I get it. 
definitely hunker down. Maybe budgeting is the best thing you can possibly do right now. But by supporting local businesses, maybe it's doing the takeout, carry out. Lucy, you have to leave. <laughs> right now. Right now. Sorry, James. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. Oh, gosh. She just came down. Okay. But by ordering takeout, picking it up, the curbside stuff has been so nice, so helpful. An awesome way just to continue supporting those businesses. Um, Amy and I were both talking. We have been very, very serious about staying inside. So that is one that I have not used. But if we need an extra meal that isn't a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or some of the frozen stuff that we already have on hand, we'll definitely be ordering in from some of our favorite takeout places. It's just such a scary time for small businesses. Um, Obviously, I have a big heart for them. So I've just been doing what I can to support small businesses. Um, A lot of them are getting really creative in what they're offering. My friend Jacqueline Pilates and Coffee in Chicago, she's been doing um, Pilates classes that you can purchase. So like a 55-minute class that you'll have from now until forever for $10 because her doors have to shut and she is not making any income. So just being really mindful and then sharing that um, with other people, I think is just like such a nice way that we can try to keep these small businesses open. Because we love small business. Like we love these things. They're such an enriching part of our lives. Um, So if there's anything that you can do, maybe even ask the small business owner what you could do for them. I think that that is a really awesome thing. So we hope that you guys found um, some things that we've said helpful, but we wanted to also talk about what we're going to do moving forward so that you guys can know what to expect and what to come back here for. So we're going to have a therapist. I follow her on Instagram, Tracy. She is going to come on and she is going to talk about how to keep your marriage strong. Abby's made reference. Her and Colin have had a few squabbles. Um, Drew and I have, of course we have like seeing your spouse or your partner or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever it is, 24 seven is going to be difficult for a lot of us. And so we're going to have Tracy on and she's going to answer specific questions about this new reality that so many of us have and how that, how can we keep our relationship healthy during this time? Um, Additionally, we have Abby's life and business coach, Leah Rowe. She is going to come on because she is an expert at working from home or working remotely with kids. So she is going to be kind of coaching us through tactics that you can use, um, ways to reframe your mind, things that we'll need to keep our workforce going. She's going to be so great on that. Another one, one that I'm really excited for is we're going to have our husbands come on. This is going to be, you know, a couple weeks from now, and we're going to give a real reality check of what our lives have looked like inside of our relationships. You know, who knows? Hopefully it's good news, (laughs) but um, we'll also talk about what difficulties that we have. Um that we're experiencing in our relationships. And I'm just excited to hear their voices on here again. We'll talk about how we're coping as couples. Um, But then also you guys let us know 
what else you're looking for. Those are the ideas that have come in so far. You know, we are willing to talk about what our financial plans are going to look like, whatever it is. Um, We want to support this community. We are pretty brand new podcast. So we are just navigating how to pivot away from what we thought the future was going to look like into how can we best serve these women right now today? Um, And that's really, really what we want to do. So we would love to hear from you guys and what you want. Awesome. And in honor of this episode, can just reach out and thank someone who's still working right now. There are so many jobs that are absolutely essential. People in the healthcare field, service people, grocery store workers. I have a neighbor who is creating and on the front line creating the ventilators that so many of these people who have the virus are using. They have to go to work. They are going to work to support all of us. So just reach out and thank someone. That's all. Thank you everybody for listening in.